You have noticed that everything the Indian does is in a circle. And that is because the power of the world moves in circles and everything tries to be round. Everything the power of the world does <coughs> is done in a circle. The sky is round and I have heard that the earth is round. Birds make their nests in circles, for theirs is the same religion as ours. Even the seasons form a great circle in their changing and always come back to where they were. From the Lakota sage Black Elk. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. It's the new wolf moon ahead, and this is the perennial New Year's edition of the Almanac. So here are some calendar events. December 31st is New Year's Eve, and <clears throat> January 1st is New Year's Day, also called the Feast of the Circumcision, whichever you prefer. January 5th is Twelfth Night, also Avian Day, and the Feast of the Old Roman Goddess Bifana. January 6th is Epiphany on the Christian calendar. So here are some natural and unnatural events from the Almanac Archives, 1978. It's been the way of Western culture to view time and history as a straight line moving from beginning to end. Christianity, Judaism, even Marxism have this straight line view of history. Now, Black Elk's view is different. The power of the world moves in circles, he says. And I tend to go with black elk. I believe that our lives go in circles and that this is ordained by a power far greater than ourselves. And you'll notice I didn't say a benevolent power. Here's why. The other day I had a day off and decided to split some wood into stove size and I strode briskly to the wood pile to begin. Wait a minute, I need my gloves. They're in the house. I returned to the house to find the gloves in the pocket of my other coat. Taking the coat off the hook, I rummaged through the pockets to find the gloves and returned the coat to the overloaded hook, which pulled out of the wall, dropping coats, hats, and coat hook to the floor. So I headed for the kitchen tool drawer to get a screwdriver to fix the coat hook. When I opened the drawer, I noticed that for the 100th time, someone had borrowed the hammer and screwdriver and not returned them to their proper place. I steamed off looking for the sweet offender. I found the beloved criminal struggling to hang a large picture but not having the right picture hanger. I headed for the back hall to find my carpenter's bag wherein I knew there was the right picture hook. My carpenter's bag was covered with Christmas boxes and wrappings to go to the dump. So I stacked the boxes and lugged them out to my truck for the next trip to the dump. In the back of the truck was a rug, which I had brought home from somewhere, and I couldn't throw the rubbish on top of the rug, so I set it all down and wrestled the rug out of the back of the truck and into the house and down the hall to where it was to be spread out. I started to unroll the rug, but noticed that the floor needed to be swept first. 
In a slight daze now, I went to the pantry to fetch the broom, and I heard a voice calling something about a picture hanger. I turned and headed for the back hall, just as the phone began to ring. I snatched it deftly off of its cradle. Hello? No, he's not. Can I take a message? I tried to listen for the message and root around in the drawer for a pencil to write it down. Okay, bye. I found a pencil. The point broke, and as the telephone message faded my memory, I rushed to the pencil sharpener. It wouldn't turn. I grabbed my knife to whittle a new point on the pencil, but the knife was too dull, so I whipped the steel across it. I started to whittle, and then I thought, not on the floor, you callous oaf. I decided to whittle it into the stove, you know, energy conservation. Then I lifted the stove lid and noticed that the fire was nearly out and needed to be fed immediately, if not sooner. Back I went to the wood pile again. I found the right piece of dry oak and decided to split it up a little so that it wouldn't put out the fire. And suddenly, light dawned on Marblehead, me. I was bathed in a sense of the mythical oneness, the rightness, the roundness of things. Like dust to dust, I am back to the woodpile. Like the turning of the seasons, I'm back to where I began. The power of the world moves in circles. Now, where did I put my gloves? And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first from the book of Ecclesiastes. The sun rises and goes down and hastens to the place where it rises. The wind blows to the south and goes round to the north. Round and round goes the wind, and on its circuits the wind returns. And from the book of Genesis. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. That's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.